All right, so here you go, Michael Beck's stupid, two age sojourners stupid podcast. All right, so That's yeah, you got to get us going. Get, you know what? Here. knows the voices already if we were recording that then everyone knows exactly they, do you think they've already heard i think if you included that in the clip yeah they know okay. exactly who you guys are mm. uh with so i'm jim renahan <laughs> and i'm chris coffee <laughs> perfect <laughs> finally uh, finally got them all together mm. and uh, it's great no we got yes i uh i no longer i am now a new covenant theologian klein i am disregarding oh chris that's terrible uh yes but i have seen the light by <laughs> reading uh, N.T. Wright. I heard, Klein, that I, I heard, uh, Kahi, that you were, uh, you're going full Lutheran, is what I actually heard. Full Lutheran. Okay, all right, good. Full Lutheran, yeah. Uh, that's terrible to hear, Chris, and uh, so good of you to affirm, Jim. <laughs> um, but I think everyone knows Doctrine now, and Devotion. They know. they know Doctrine and Devotion, and I'm sitting here. I'm sitting in Redeemer Fellowship in the actual building. Yeah, St. Charles, Illinois. In Illinois, and um, in your office, which is freaking awesome. Oh, goodness. It's, it's a, amazing. It's a, it's a cement block schoolroom. That's it. Painted no. gray. Yeah, but it's that's your favorite. That's your favorite. Come on now. School? No, no. This is like prison style. Yeah, it, it actually it's very, gray, it's very it's industrial. Gray cinder block. It does feel like prison. It's very industrial, and that fits you. Oh, you're right. Well, I don't know. From New Zealand, this is pretty amazing. Usually, we're just in wooden huts or something. So this is, <laughs> this is awesome. And you got these awesome bookshelves, and they're all solid, and... You can tell there's just no earthquake going to happen here. Um, no one would put a bookshelf like that up in New Zealand. <laughs> no. that, would, that would kill a child. Now, what do you sure. think about his Driscoll section? Oh. We stop at the Driscoll. Of course, I got, I got a little heresy section. I got a little false doctrine <laughs> <laughs> section. That's okay. Yeah, there's Ooh. his doctrine book. You I, like, I got, really got Finney over there, too. Come I on, told man. you, I like Driscoll. I think he's great. So oh my gosh. I don't even regard that as a heresy section. I think that's good. Well, no, it's not heresy. It's just... <laughs> So, okay, what is it? Okay, all right. All right I believe right, in the right. heresy section, though. Right, okay. We're going Driscoll now. No, because, now we're going to yeah. talk Driscoll. Okay, cool. So, all right. I, now, I understand, like, he's sa- he has said some good things. Uh-huh. Right? Mm-hmm. Let's just say that. I'll, I'll acknowledge oh. he has said some good things. And he's God been used has used him. Tremendously. Amazing. And I okay, now. God for the way God used Mark mm-hmm. and, and all the good that Mark did, it's incalculable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, though, uh, with where he's at now... Yeah, where where are you at with him on where he's at now? Let's let's start there because I yeah. think we're all acknowledging and we yeah. acknowledge that yeah. in the past things have been great. <clears throat> now what about now? Well, what is your view now? I, I don't really know much. I mean, he's he's in Phoenix. He's doing a thing. I know he's trying still. No, he's, he's, yeah, he's pastoring a church called yeah, Trinity. Yeah, and it's uh, you know he's written. In, you know, I actually bumped into a guy the other day who who was reading one of Mark Driscoll's new books. Apparently, he's put another book out. And um, <laughs> so weird. And I was like, oh, Driscoll. I know that guy. Expecting that he would. I'm like, I'm part of Acts 29, expecting he would know the, the story, you know. And, um, it's all been scrubbed. And yeah, well, he just, he was like, what are you talking about? Yeah. I just, mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, Driscoll. And he's, no, no, no. This guy's just, read, I think it was our marriage or something. And he's just like, oh, you know, yeah, this is great. Obviously from a completely different, you know, mm-hmm. maybe Pentecostal or whatever. And yeah, so look. 
he's uh, he's out there doing his thing. I know that much. I haven't followed. I mean, I follow. I see the little Instagram pics here and there. I know he's aged a little bit. That sucks. Uh, I know he's been through a lot of stuff. That mm -hmm. sucks. I know he's he's always. See, the thing about Driscoll for me is that nothing really ever changed in terms of his arrogance and. Mm -hmm. So but for you, it's like, well, why is everyone now catching on? Exactly. Well, why is everyone against him for the thing they loved him? You know, uh, they they all. I mean, he was like this this dude who was just basically calling things out. I was saying to Joe earlier, he reminds me a little bit of. Now I'm not saying theologically he reminds me of of Luther, but you think about a guy like Luther who sparked off the Reformation. Mm -hmm. I mean, he, you'd have to be a little bit crazy to do something like that. You know, go against the whole yeah, known or world. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, he does it. And then at the end, his personality comes out and he ends up just being this, like, crazy dude that's anti-Semitic yeah, and whatnot. You know, and, and but look what he did. He's, he freaking did some amazing, amazing things. And so God, you can forgive all that. Well, God just uses really, like, a battle axe, you know. And a battle axe is going to have two big blades to it and this is going to cause a lot of destruction but it's going to do a lot of good and i can think of other examples but basically the the point i'm making some, it listen sometimes though the handle falls off of the yeah. axe sure sure and that's what i think where jimmy and i are at but have yeah. you have, did you read those last things that luther wrote you oh know? yeah i mean that, yeah. that i yeah, well, I'd the handle fell off that, the axe totally, there too totally it, it fell off but the point the point is i'm going all right so luther was a totally messed up dude mm -hmm. that god used in amazing ways even with his his crazy personality and mm -hmm. his you know same thing with Driscoll. Um, you know, from the word go, it was really obvious, I, f I found, that, that, I mean, this guy's obviously very, you know, uh, what's the word? Aggressive? Um, aggressive, maybe even a little misogynist kind of. Maybe? Uh, you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe, and a and, little. And yet, and yet <laughs> genuine love for Jesus and was, was, able, was doing things that obviously needed to be said in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. Was calling a lot of guys out of the woodwork, was rebuking a lot of guys for being just complete idiots. And, mm -hmm. and um, you know, was saying a lot of the stuff that Paul Maxwell said later, which I also appreciated. Just that whole, just that whole, come on, guys. You know, do we need to fall into a feminist you know, at least uh, effeminate culture. This is not what, you know, we just need to take a fresh look at it. And uh, look, I mean, he was up there on the stage with Piper and everyone, and everyone was appreciating it at some level. No one was entirely in. I remember I didn't join X-29 because of Driscoll. Oh, no. So That's what I, I say. I joined in spite of him. Well, I, I joined because the men in, in, in X-29 that I knew yeah. I loved, and I wanted yeah. to be with those guys. Why did you join? Well, I, I didn't. I didn't join when Driscoll was there. It's actually. Oh, I you joined after? I remember because yeah, we were yeah, talking about you totally. joining. And I didn't he was the problem for me. Uh, I, and this is exactly what I'm talking about. He was so. I mean, I appreciated what he was doing from a very far distance. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I know that to come in a radius is going to just mean you're going to get take fire at certain at certain points. And then when Chandler took over, I thought, okay, well, you know, obviously there's a lot, lot more safety there. Chill there. Chandler. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, for sure. and so I was willing to take a risk with the greater narrative there. But, but basically, um, you know, Driscoll, you just always appreciated him for being this this guy who obviously just was able to endure the stress who would even do that to yourself is, yeah. is the question uh, and yet i appreciated it and um and you know I, I honestly i agree i've never agreed with more than like theologically more than let's say i don't know legitimately 55 percent of right. what he ever said you know so like i've never been able to follow a full on a i've never ended a driscoll sermon going wow he dealt with that text well mm. you know or ended up with a uh thing that he talked about thinking that really covered all the angles that was super nuanced but what i always i always thought if you just take away the exposition factor you know it's not a sermon 
and he's just a guy giving a talk about a thing that needs to be said, saying some stuff that you don't, you're not necessarily expected to come into full alignment with. Mm-hmm. I always found it thoroughly helpful. You know, he'd be like, he'd just throw some real nuggets out there, and he obviously had a real gift in communication. And, and so, I, and, then, and then it's just like, it started to, I mean, he obviously just it felt like a little bit from my side. And remember, I'm quite far removed from his yeah, situation yeah, at this point. But it just, it just, it felt to me like he just started getting a little more friends, a uh, little more enemies than friends. And as a result, that just kind of left him vulnerable. You know, vulnerable. And, you know, nothing really changed in terms of what he was doing. It's just now all of a sudden he's out in the cold. So I wish, I wish that uh, his elders had done more to protect him. Or from the beginning. From the beginning. Set it, set up, help him set up a better system uh, that helped himself. And if even if they complained that they couldn't do that, then they should have called flag, not later. Uh, you know, they should have immediately said, "Hey, I don't want to be part of this." So I wish if they were, if they had agreed to that, that they would have from the beginning mm-hmm. helped him with his own pers- personality. I think a good eldership should do that. And even if that didn't work, and he went, he fell, you know, in the ways that we don't even know about. Yeah. And you know, that that was the general message. Um, at the end of the day, the, the elders should have been more transparent about that so that guys mm-hmm. like me on the other end of the world know that he is disqualified from ministry because at this point, I just see a lot of correspondence, a lot of, okay, yeah, well, anyways, that sucks. And, but nothing official from the church saying this guy should not be in ministry. He is officially disqualified. He has not earned, uh, at least he's not um, uh, succeeded in meeting those prerequisites that are laid out. I, I Maybe I just need to read that document. Maybe it's that simple, but mm-hmm. I simply haven't seen that. Well, I can I appreciate, I, I appreciate that you're bringing that end of it up. You yeah. know, it's like, well, if, you know, if the church leadership did not come out and say, homeboy is disqualified. Yeah. Um, why are we from a distance saying it? You know, that's, uh, but, but I also think on the other end, it's not that people are all mad about the stuff that they, uh, used to affirm. That's not yeah. really what it was. Yeah. Uh, People didn't know how abusive he was to staff yeah. and members yeah. unless you were in that context and culture. So, yeah. I happened to know people that were on staff there, yeah. and so I began to hear things mm-hmm. late, yeah. you know, before things were public, but late in the game. Mm. Um, and it was like, what in the world are we talking about? This is, this is dangerous, ungodly stuff. Yeah. So like, I didn't turn on Mark. Mm. Uh, what happened was, you know, I mean, we were we weren't friends and we didn't hang out or anything. Mm. But what happened for me was, is like, I was thankful for how God was using Mark. I didn't like the leadership style and culture. And then I found out how abusive it was. Mm. And I don't see him as a malevolent person. I don't see him as a, as a, as like a satanic person. I Mm. I see him as a guy, at least then I don't know what he's like now, Mm. but I I, I see him as a guy who was extremely arrogant, domineering Mm. and abusive towards people and when I learned that I thought like well this guy you know is based on the the secondhand accounts that I've heard and read mm, mm. Um, this guy should not be doing what he's doing he should you know either step away yeah. or go through some sort of uh, discipline and care so I, I think that's what people were really responding to uh, when you know fans or people that you know th- were were Driscoll uh, backers, mm-hmm. if they were to had their minds changed, it wasn't like suddenly like, well, I used to love this and now I hate it. It uh-huh. was no, this is this these things are beyond yeah. what I was for, and so I still think it's important to say. And this is where Jimmy and I are coming from when we hear you say something. Yeah, oh, no, yeah. I love Driscoll. Yeah, it's like so you're you're thinking, well, I love Driscoll in that he <laughs> was used by God in these ways. And yeah, we would say like, 
oh, well, uh, we don't speak of him positively in the present tense. Yeah. I, I think is what yeah. it is. Yeah. But we still, but past tense, we still like so thankful mm-hmm. that God used Mark. I, I mean, I, yeah. in, in tremendous ways. And I think he could have con- obviously continued to use Mark in mm-hmm. even mm-hmm. bigger ways. And, you know, he could have been, he could have been Billy Graham, dude, like bigger. I mean, in terms totally. of influence totally. of making people to Jesus. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it would have been, it would have been fantastic. That would have been. Uh, a big deal for me. So that that's for sort of, I think, mm-hmm. where Jimmy and I are coming mm-hmm. from. Yeah. No, well, I mean, you know, it seems to me that um, he, you know, he's he's still doing ministry and it's still being used at the end of the day. If, if they are, he's saying stuff that's biblical and some stuff that's not biblical. I think for, for me, it's like, I don't, I don't, I've got to stop myself from going on USA and what's on the internet. And oh, yeah. I've got to go, all right, I'm waiting for the elders to make a statement. That's yeah. just, I think that's good practice. If everyone did Absolutely. that, the world would be a better place. Absolutely. So as much as I know, might not know, it's all USA. It's all, you know, by the way stuff. And I would want him to do that courtesy to me, basically. is that That's all I'm... Like not like I ever matter, but, but I'm just but saying. You many know. of the elders did say, "Here's what he has done." While they didn't draw a conclusion, yeah. I can draw a conclusion based on what they said he has. Yeah, done. yeah. Except you know, I would I would ask them to do that. Oh, as, for as sure, a, they a should. Formal, have. yeah. Totally. Absolutely. The other thing I would say though, just in terms of you know, just so that this is not coming out wrong, in that I mean, I do see his stuff, the whole Amaz Hill deal, as being a kind of uh, massive example of how important ecclesi- good ecclesiology yes. yeah. is yeah. and what a big... F- I see it more as a failed ecclesiology yeah. than anything else. No, and then the other thing... The and by other- the way, in Acts 29, we're both... We're all here, yeah, yeah, a part yeah. of Acts 29. That's mm-hmm. true. Ecclesi- yeah. Acts 29 ecclesiology uh, is weak because yeah. there isn't yeah. like a unified, clarified... Yeah. Uh, theology of the church that right. is shared. It's just kind of yeah. They don't want to be a denomination. Yeah, as long as you pay, as long as you pay your uh, percentage, <laughs> you're in. Yeah, I mean, look, they, they, you know, to be fair, they don't want to be a denomination. It just is what it is. Right. But the, one of the spinoffs of that is going to be exactly what you said. It's just that you know we we've got to be clear about that. We've got well, to listen. We've got doctrinal distinctives. Yeah. Ecclesiology would be a good one. Yeah. You know, to have yeah. it in there. Yeah. I love Acts 29. I'm just saying, like, I we have to be able to recognize where we're, where we're weak yeah. and where we might exactly. Be so we just and uh, you know. I get the problem though. I mean, as soon as they map that out, we've officially become a denomination in some way. Yeah. But they've we got have to Presbyterians and we have EV free and Baptists yeah. and everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. so they've got to leave it alone and that's going to be the pay, the price tag on that one. And it's difficult. But um, the other failure that I see in, uh, and this is going to be more controversial, but I, 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 this is probably the point I feel most strongly about. Uh, the, the point that I feel uh, Driscoll went most astray beyond anything else. And the point that I feel is a glaring example is, charismatic theology yeah. led to what, what what happened there in that he at when things got tough and his elders did confront him he got led by the spirit to quote unquote yeah, mm-hmm. to, to yeah quote unquote to, to leave to leave and go start his own thing now that is just i mean like like luther would say i take your spirit and i and i smack him on the snout you know <laughs> yeah, that that's not the spirit right and um and the thing is, if you're going to be open to things like that, it's just, wow, it's, it's, it's terrible. It's, it's so it's just, subjective. Yeah. And, man, like, listen, I think of how highly uh, susceptible we are to suggestion when we're under pressure and afraid or in sin. Yeah. And so oh, like, what we hard. need is, the, the, is, is, is the, the rule of God's word. Yeah. Right? We need, we need these, the, a strong ecclesiology. And, you know, again, it was, you know, Mark saying for years and years and years, yeah, when you yeah. come under discipline, this is how you handle uh-huh, it. Uh-huh. This is how we do it. Uh-huh. And then when it applied to him, yeah, it was goes right. Now, but on, on that, uh, by that same token, I mean, the, the, he is from Reformation, uh, what is it called? Missionary 
Reformationary Reverend, something like that. What about the book? Yeah, you that mean? first book, Reformationary. Reformationary, that's it. Um, I mean, from that very oh, the first. the Radical Reformation. Radical Reformation, something like that. that Steve one. McCoy's blog was the Reformationary. Hmm. No oh, kidding. Yeah. I remember. Ah, oh, that's where I know his name from. Okay, um, but. From that first book, it was outlandishly obvious to me that he was just too charismatic for anything I was comfortable with, you know? Mm. So even at that point of his extreme failure, in my view, he still isn't a different Mark Driscoll. It's just that his thing kind of went wrong at that point. Yeah. And uh, it's nothing different to, to what it was. So that's kind of where I'm coming from there. It's just yeah. like, I don't want to be the guy jumping on the bandwagon and, uh, you know, and I realize... I realize you can be too kind on these things and I realize, you know, but I'll just leave it to the guys closer to him to, to yeah, be all the meanies. That's I'm fair. Just, you know, move away. There's got to be some benefit to being well, in I'm, New you Zealand. Know, I, I think, <laughs> I, I think that's, that's, that's fair. Um, you know, because some of us, like I might be more inclined to be too hard on somebody unjustifiably. Yeah. It's because right? you're a jerk. Yeah. I, and I not objecting. So, uh, whereas, you know, Michael, you might be more maybe uh, compassionate towards somebody be because you don't have their like, really, not that you wouldn't be, comp uh, but you might be more merciful to somebody because you don't, I, I don't have all the facts. Well, so I'm going to extend mercy. Yeah. It's the, I, I'm unmerciful to the elders. <laughs> yeah. Well, this, and this is the, mm. again, but this is why I, it yeah. comes back for me if to yeah. Mark or James McDonald is I am, I, I try to be, and I believe that I am by God's grace, very patient with members of churches. Uh, with Christians, very patient, uh, but I expect a lot more from leadership and yeah. from elders yeah. and from people who are are not only um, called by God to lead, but assume that position, who aspire to mm -hmm. it. Then I expect there to be not that you're going to be perfect, but that you're going to own your mess, that you're going to be honest, that you're going to be transparent. And so when I see the opposite of those things, mm. I. I I tend to get a little hard, and and, it, and I could probably ease up at times. Yeah. So what should we call this? Joy Thorne repents. I'm not repenting. That's no, I, right. I, I, I kind of heard of repentance. No, 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 I'm definitely not repenting. This is just, probably I'm the first time I've ever heard it, you say you're you wrong. Okay, we, dummies. Uh, you know there is a difference between <laughs> acknowledging sin and <laughs> repenting of sin. You do know there's a difference, right? Yeah, yeah. Do you know there's a difference? Yeah, obviously. Do you understand the difference in God's eyes? Yeah. So acknowledging the sin is only part of the. That's my point. You're saying I'm repenting. I'm like obviously. We're trying to actually help you. But you're but you're wrong. Okay, so are you going to repent? No. Do you want us to lead you in prayer right now? No, because no. the Spirit's <laughs> leading me to just All right. you guys. <laughs> um, all right. So um, we'll probably drop this on a Thursday theology about ecclesiology, about something like that, about Driscoll ecclesiology. Hey, what, what about yeah. this? Yeah. What's the, what do you think is one of the most dangerously neglected ecclesiological issues today? Like oh. in your average churches, like what are one or two... Uh, doctrines of the church mm -hmm. that are neglected that are causing a lot of trouble? Oh, that's a good question. Of course it is, because wow. I ask it. <laughs> wow, it's a big question. I don't want to mess it up because that's an important one to get right. But I, you know, just off the cuff, yeah. the knee jerk, yeah. and maybe this I'd change my mind if I thought about it a little bit more. But, but I think the, the first thing that comes to mind is that they're trying to do it without a sense of who's in and who's out. So there's no membership. And you can't have leadership without membership. You can't have... Yeah, no one to give an account for. You know, nothing works. No, the whole, nothing so works. Churches you can't without have, membership. You're saying is a, that that that's a problem. You that's can't have problem. formal exclusion if mm -hmm. you don't have formal inclusion. Right, you right. don't have. Uh, you can't have leaders giving an account for who's in before Jesus if they don't know who's in. Yeah, just nothing really works. You can't have. Think about it. That has far-reaching implications. Yeah. And membership is just, I don't know if it's the same year, but I yeah. mean, in New Zealand, it's like a member what now? You know? Yeah, it depends on the church, but yeah, increasingly, uh, and for larger churches, membership's not a thing. New Zealand has a strong uh, brethren 
influence ah. and so they don't do that yeah. and then you know charismatics don't do it any or they have like a little sign up process but it's hardly what we're talking about um and so membership's huge i think that's a big one um of course eldership yep yeah <laughs> i, I mean i've just preached on it just preached an hour and 15 minutes sorry jerry and cody that was that was long yeah don't although, do that although you know don't don't like record my intro prayers and wait, wait they're counting for the hour and 10 minutes, your intro prayer? That's and, not a part of the sermon. And my outro prayer. No, 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 no. Yeah. That don't count. Yeah, exactly. And, and you pray long. And I pray long. And, and I usually minutes. preach for about 50, and no one's complaining at 50. Yeah. You know, so it's just like yeah, actually. No, that's on them. Yeah. That's another guy. Which, yeah. Who is this? Back off, Jerry. Cody. Oh, Jerry? Yeah. I like him, though. Yeah. Oh, and Cody Knox? Yep. Oh, we like Cody. You don't know him? We like no, Har- no, I know. For we, like, we like, we like uh, Harriet better. Yeah. Yeah, his wife. She's cool. <laughs> oh man so yeah biblical eldership and those guys are being trained to be elders and we want to yeah oh yeah, yeah, sweet yeah love those guys you have yeah. such great people over I know. there so we got benny cody and jerry is and benny hen was it is that benny i don't yeah. know <laughs> yeah benny hen we, he's another guy i like you just oh, kidding, yeah, I, was just say, kidding. I, was I was seriously gonna like scrap this episode yeah now, i'll tell you um like because when i think about it one of the real pressing issues is for me is is, is leadership um, you know, elders and deacons and w- what their proper roles are, but with that uh, transparency and accountability. Oh, wait, know? I've got it. I know what the most pressing thing is. Good. What is it? Uh, oh, man. Have you read uh, Van Hooser, The Public Theologian? No. Okay. So this is my thing. This is my, it's my little pet peeve at the moment, and uh, I think it's huge. We're giving, so deacons, right, I think, are being, when we say pastoral today, you're being pastoral. I think technically, biblically, we're talking more about the diaconal activities there. And then you've got the eldership, which is, again, a lot of, lot of um, you know, pastor, elder, syno- uh, synonymous and whatnot. But when we're talking about the guys set apart for full-time word ministry, there is something there that must maintain what the apostles were concerned to do in Acts 6, where they were like, it is not right that we be given over to all these other activities because the actual mission will suffer if we're not totally devoted to word and prayer. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then as a result of them doing that, disciples increased. The word multiplied. Yeah. Priests were saved. And all that's coming straight out of the Great Commission, which was, hey, baptize and teach. And it's like, and soon as we... So today, you know, you've got this whole thing where, where basically, um, hey, that guy's a great pastor, uh, a p- great preacher, but terrible pastor. Mm. What do they mean by that? They mean he can preach, but actually he's not doing all the other pastoral stuff well. Now, I get that pastors can't be in ivory towers and no one's arguing that, but as soon as you say that they can exist, a pastoral pastor, without having to do the preaching, teaching stuff, I think we've taken a real wrong turn there, and it is, we've adopted a psychological model, a business CEO model, or something else, and all of those things are legion right now. Mm -hmm. So it's really hurting the church, I think. It's really, it's, it's something that we need to pull back. I'm very appreciative of those men in church history that are just, I mean, look at the greatest yeah. pastors in church history. They are the great theologians, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, look at today. You've got pastors that are good pastors that are the good theologians that are helping us out. I feel pastored when I read good stuff from good pastors that write mm. theology. And, uh, the, the, you know, I feel like that needs to be there. If that isn't there, mm. the church suffers so bad. So I think that's my thing right now. Mm. Not mm. to undermine what you were going to say there, but, yeah. but no, no. or, and, and or and just I mean, simply These things are pretty it. good. These yeah. are, these are yeah, some which, good What do you things. think, Jimmy? Well, I, with all due respect, I think you're wrong, Michael. Oh, well, 
With yeah. all due respect to your With respect. With all due respect yeah. uh, to your respect of my respect. Yeah. Uh, I think the, the most pressing issue in the church today mm. is intinction. Oh, I'm, I'm inclined to agree. Sip yeah. it. And I, yeah. yeah, you need to sip it, don't dip it. Yeah. And you know what? To show that you're on the right side, you want to head on over to jofostore.com <laughs> and grab our in, a, anti-intinction uh, t-shirt. Yeah. t-shirt. Yeah. Do, you, so, do, you, do you have that, Mom? You wait, you're gonna you go get that T-shirt. Yeah, listen, because because the only only person listening to this is my mom, guys. Well, that's how, no, no, we're gonna promote it. Oh, okay. So uh, right. you're you're about to get some listeners. Right, uh, so. uh, but yeah, listen, that T-shirt <laughs> is one of the greatest designs we've got, and yeah, it is, what, no, the new one, the Banter of Truth. Yeah, that one's good too. Oh come on, Banter of Truth. Banter a, you know the Banner of Truth logo for anyone listening. Oh uh, no 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 no, that's loosely based. Yeah. It's loosely based. Yeah. Yeah. Inspired. Loosely. Inspired. Oh. Yeah. Homage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They can don't have a copyright on circles and of such. Can they get it now? Is it oh, yeah. out? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Go, go check it out. You'll and love Jofo it. Jofostore.com. That's J-O-F-O store.com. Get the, get the sip it. Don't dip it. You'll be dipping. Hey, guys. Stop that. You dipping the, dip the bread in the wine? Why? Knock it off. <laughs> Jesus didn't tell you to do that. There was one fool dipping anything at the table that we have recorded in Scripture. Judas. Don't be like Judas. <laughs> be like Jesus. Sip it. Don't dip it. When are you going to come out with um, making secondary issues primary T-shirt? Oh, yeah. oh, we're good at that. We're going to call it the triggered. Don't be cremated. Get buried. Yeah, I don't care though. All right. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not that guy. Listen, Jimmy has got to go. I got to right, go. Um, go. You and I then have I've, got let's, some let's stuff to do. Let's wrap it up. This is. Can we wrap uh, it up? Is it, we good? is it? We're done. Thanks for listening. That was. What is this? Thursday theology. Driscoll, Joe repents, and. Ecclesiology. You need, you need that's better, your outro. You need a better outro. That's, outro. that's really your outro. Terrible. What's your website? They don't. They don't need it though. They, I mean, if they're listening to this, they know. They're, no, in, a, they're in a circle. Well, no, yeah, but they're in a circle. More, you, you say, you start, that's why we're like we're going to share this. So okay, I, 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 right, right. What's your so sojourner.com mm. That sounds really new agey and weird. No wonder you like Mark. So here you go. So much. Uh, yeah. You know what, Michael would love to hear your thoughts. You could follow on online on Instagram and Twitter at two. Sojourner. 2H. Sojourner. 2H Sojourner. Yeah. Dot, oh, is it? 2H Sojourner. Oh, boy. At 2H Sojourner. At 2H Sojourner. Or you can head out to his website, 2HSojourner.com. Yes. Mm-hmm. When you release every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Thursday Friday, Friday, Saturday, you get to church on Sunday. That's how he yes. does it. Yes. Yes. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Now, do you mind if I record that and play it every single episode from this point on? <laughs> I That'd do not good. care what you do. All right. Good. All right. Later.